Hello and welcome to Hot and Bravoed, a new podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. I, of course, am Eddie Estrada, your main host here on Hot and Bravoed for all things in the Bravoverse. And I'm joined by my amazing producer, friend, co-star of the VPR, Vanderpump Rules Recaps, Armin Mazamrade. Close. Was that right? No, not even close. Mazamrade. I got the Z. You threw the Z way early in there. I get excited about the Z. Everyone gets excited about the Z. Ma. Ram. Ramzade. Like a ram. There you go. Like a ram. Who lost at the Super Bowl yesterday. I know sports. <laughs> Bo was I probably know, devastated, yeah, by the way. That's the only reason I knew was because Bo yeah. and Stassi were talking about Speaking how devastated he was. Um, but back to Hot and Bravo. This is the f- like first real official, like, like real deal episode, right? Because yes. after this, our Vanderpump Rules recaps are no longer going to be on the Buttered Pop podcast. They're only going to be here. So... If you just kind of found us, make sure you subscribe because this is where you're going to get everything Bravo from now on. So you'll have, you know, recaps, Housewives history. We're going to be doing This Week in Bravo, which is a brand new kind of like Bravo pop culture news, like recap show. Um, all these things are going to be here. You're not going to find them anywhere else. And to sweeten the deal a bit, if you are subscribed, if you are loving what you're hearing, you have a chance to win an exclusive piece of hot and bravoed and butter pop history and that is our hot and bravoed logo tee now we're gonna be giving these away we have men's women's sizes for every single different size you can think of so don't feel like oh i i can't get a shirt those are gonna be like so tiny they're like girl shirts no they're like for everyone and they look so fly armin can you let the people know how they can get these shirts if you're listening on apple podcasts leave us a five-star review screenshot that review as you write it send us an email at butteredpopmedia at gmail.com of course this is hot and bravo on the butter pop network so email us at butteredpopmedia at gmail.com if you're listening on another platform you're not listening on apple podcasts don't worry we still have a way for you to enter this contest there's going to be 10 winners by the way Ten. Ten. That's that's a lot, I feel like. That's a lot of people getting some cool shirts. And as an added bonus, if you do win one of the shirts, I'm going to be writing a personalized thank you note to each and every one of you. To Thank you so much for supporting this brand new podcast. Handwritten. Handwritten. Lots of love. From the heart. From the heart. Yeah. But if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, follow Hot and Bravoed. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D on Twitter. Tweet at us. Include a link to the podcast. Tell us how much you love it. That's basically a review, right? Yeah. It's out there in the universe. And uh, hashtag buttered pop, just so we definitely see it. So we really don't miss it. We'll be searching for the hashtag and uh, checking for all the submissions. So either way, you're entered to win a t-shirt. You can do so through February 28th. We'll keep reminding you uh, in case you procra- you're a procrastinator. There's some procrastinators out there, uh, but you have a, basically a whole month. You know, we just launched. So uh, tell fe- your friends if, if you want to up your ante, get your friends to subscribe and review. Come on, just like if you really want that shirt, you got to work for it. I feel like some people won't tell their friends because they want the shirt. See, that's kind of shady. <laughs> Unless their friends like don't care about Bravo, in which case, just like just use their ha- email addresses, yeah. <laughs> exactly. hack into their accounts, use call their Kristen phones. Doty, yeah. Hey. Do, do go full full doty and win the shirt. We're just happy for people to be supporting us. You know, either way, however you do it, we don't condone nefarious tactics. 
don't speak for both of us. Do what you got to do like, to I'm win these shirts. submissions myself. <laughs> hey, if I win the shirts, I win the shirts. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we'll see about that. I have a shirt, so don't worry, guys. I'm not stealing your shirt. I could totally imagine you writing personalized notes to yourself, though. I mean, it's called my daily affirmation. <laughs> Dear Eddie, you are so truly wonderful. I, how did you know? That's how I started mine this morning. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, Should we get to the recap? Let's get to the recap because I'm ready to talk VPR. Let's start with the meeting between Schwartz and James at the beginning of the episode. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this. (laughs) Um, First of all, Bosch Schwartz. Okay. You're into it. I'm so into it. Just when you thought like Schwartz couldn't get any like more attractive, he becomes James's boss. He's someone's boss. Like I, I would like would he you could let get me him, in trouble. Would you let him be your boss? A hundred percent. Would you let him boss you around? Oh, you don't have to ask me twice. Is that a threat or a promise, Armin? <laughs> I gotta both. know Schwartz. It's a threatening I promise. Know. That's what that is. You've actually once interviewed Schwartz. I did. He was on the Buttered Pop podcast, but if he were to come back, he'd be on the Hot and Bravo podcast. He would. He would. So I don't think he'd come back. I I was way too friendly at Pride with him. He, I mean, he did buy me drinks, but... So he likes you. He remembers you. I think we were both blacked out. All the better. Uh, right? <laughs> then, then we're still on good terms. He'll come back. Well, in, in this case, him and James are not quite on great terms. I don't think they're as um, on bad of terms as Katie and James. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's tension there. Uh, still, Schwartz wants to invite James to DJ at the Daily Mail party, the first major event at TomTom. But things go haywire very quickly. And uh, James cries. I'm not sure that's even going haywire anymore because James cries almost on an episodic basis. But it happened. He's bawling. He's upset because, of course, Girls' Night In is mentioned and Raquel wants to go despite the fact that earlier in the episode, a few minutes before this, Raquel was insisting that James not try to be friends with Lala again, write an apology to Randall, and now Raquel is going to Girls' Night in. That sets James off because he's like, I hate Katie, I hate the girls, they hurt my bank account, it was my night, see you next Tuesday was my night, and they stole my night. Eddie, what do you think about James's meltdown? Okay, this actually made me feel really bad because at the end of the day, like, you know how much... I'm not the biggest James fan. Like that's me putting it kindly. You guys have feuded like legitimately yeah. feuded. Yes. Um, he stole memes from me. He called my friends out. He's there's, there's different things that have happened. In you the had past. a little encounter once. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I truly felt bad for him in this moment because the thing that really hit me was, is, is Katie getting, is Katie's bank account getting something from this? He's like, but mine is hurting. Which really made you think, like, this was his job. Like, Girls' Night In is just a little promotional thing that they're just doing because they work there. And, like, you know, they're just, like, trying to get people to come to the restaurant. But, like... Also a favor to Lisa Vanderpump since they did insist James get fired. And that was bringing a ton of business Business, to Tuesday nights, right? But, like, See You Next Tuesday was, like, making James his money. Like, that was a steady DJ gig. Like, he's providing for his family. And... I get now why he gets so worked up about all this. And, you know, it is kind of a double standard that the girls were allowed to get wasted and drunk and do girls night in. And that was actually, they they were, they wanted the girls to do that, but James wasn't allowed to drink. Now, James 
is very different when he's drunk, I think, than the other girls. I mean, Tequila Katie, we've seen her, but she's no longer around. She's taken a long hiatus from the group. <laughs> but She's ev- disappeared. She disappeared. She's on the milk carton now. She, yeah. But James, we we know how violent and aggressive he gets when he drinks. So I think that's why he's not allowed to drink. I mean, what did, what did Short say again that I was absolutely loving? Oh, it was so good. It was like, oh, James, you're... You I got it. it. James, you're a great DJ, but you're not a phenomenal drinker. Yeah, or something James, like- you you're a phenomenal DJ, yeah. but you're not a phenomenal drinker. That was exactly it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, it's that James has a propensity to get into altercations when he's drunk. But it is a little unfair that they were allowed their entire twenties and half their thirties to mature, and James is twenty five, and they're not giving him the fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth and ninth chances that they all got. He's not twenty five. Whatever, twenty six. He, he's only 25 or 26. I mean, so am I, but you're not going to make him younger than me. He's <laughs> older than I am. <laughs> okay. He's 27 then. Yeah. We'll just age him up a year. Age him up just a little bit. But yeah, I mean, the show is all about these waiters and waitresses and DJs, I guess, uh, getting shit-faced, getting into altercations. I mean, we wouldn't have Vanderpump Rules without it. True. So... I don't get it from that standpoint. Uh, they all got a million chances, I guess, except for Chris and Dodie, who did get fired um, for an altercation. But it was different because she did talk back to a manager. I forget her name, but longtime manager at Sir. Remember that? Told her to like shut the fuck up. And Well, uh, Kristen has a history. Kristen but... had a very long history. And she wasn't in her 20s. Um, but... but I do feel James, um, I know I like to make fun of him for all his breakdowns, uh, but I do feel him, especially because of how much he's supporting his parents, both his mom and his dad financially. That moment when he gave his brother like a $5,000 check for his like first quarter of college, that was like a really emotional moment. And you're, you're starting to sympathize with James who has this other side of him where he's this like family man who's trying to do everything he can uh, to support his family. And now... Like he said, his bank account is hurt. A big source of income has been taken away from him. For what, really? I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he did fat shame Katie. It was messed up. She did provoke him too, though, which she leaves out of the story. And not that it makes it right, but this is the show. To me, I'm like, this is all the show. It's like everyone talking shit to each other. Are we really going to fire James because he's playing along with, with the game? I don't know. I don't know. I... I... This is a tricky, tricky scenario because I do think Lisa's given him a lot of chances and it is her brand that's at stake when he's hosting these events at night. You know, there's a difference of these cast members being on a TV show and being kind of wild on the show and then having a sponsored event with your face on it that's specifically sponsored for you for the bar and continuously acting like an a-hole. But has he done anything on See You Next Tuesday? And you were at Pride. Didn't you say that it, it felt pretty smooth from the exterior? I mean, he wasn't DJing. He was wasted the entire time. He was a mess. <laughs> I have videos of us, like, rapping. Like, you can see it on my Twitter. I tweeted it. But, like... But were there altercations uh, that were visible yes. to, to I was, patrons? I, there I were. I was watching Raquel and James fight outside. Raquel came in crying, walked by me. I tried to talk to her, and she was, like, having a moment. Like, <laughs> But this has nothing to do with Katie, though. I'm just saying it's James. Then who's the problem? Not Katie. Yeah, I mean, James is a problem. No doubt about it. I'm just curious as to why he doesn't get another chance like the rest of them. He's gotten a lot of chances. Yeah, of course he has. Of course. And he also wasn't main cast. Like, you know, he's new. 
He's got a. Oh, please. We can't say he's new now. I mean, he's been around since season three. And technically, he appeared in season two. Little you know, known fact. You know what? I'm just going to st- I stand by my witches of WeHo. I have, and I know a lot of people do not like that, but I love I, my girls. I, except, stand, I stand with the witches of WeHo as well. Except I'm not buying their wine. Because it was like freaking $100 for three bottles. We'll sponsor the wine, though. I mean, if you want to send me a bottle, I would totally drink <laughs> it. But like, I do not have the financial uh, freedom currently to spend $100 on three bottles of Stasi, wine. Stasi, if you are somehow listening, here's a proposal. I would you drink could be a, it. You could be a sponsor of this podcast and offer like a 10% coupon code to listeners. And... Uh, to you know that way you make it more affordable for for listeners out there and for fans obviously of the show and you know we'll drink and promote the wine i mean all i drank for the last day at lollapalooza was pinot grigio so i do have a soft spot for it so you can just send me a bottle um but i don't know what i did to you but i'll take a pinot grigio that's like my favorite line of all time um but let's get back to vanderpump rules because this episode was like a lot happened. I mean, yeah, so we so let's go back to Schwartz and uh James and Raquel. So basically like it all comes to an end and Schwartz basically says, "James, we're going to hire you for the Daily Mail party." So Jane or Tom and Tom then cut to a scene with Lisa where they're figuring out the guest list for <laughs> the Daily Mail party. And basically Lisa's like, "Okay, like we can't have all your friends here. Like that's not going to be allowed. Like this is a party. Like you just can't invite everyone. They'll see it open. I guess day. that's why we weren't invited. I mean, <laughs> I'm like hoping to be invited to a daily mail party. Like that's <laughs> on my list of goals. I mean, we see a daily mail party or, uh, what's the mag- okay magazine party every okay, year. Like right. those are two parties that like, you know, you've made it when you've gone to them. Pump rule staples. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so basically they're talking about this daily mail party and, the boys are like, well, of, well, of course we're going to invite our wives and girlfriends, um, the wags. And Lisa's like, okay. And then they're like, um, we already told Jax and it's his birthday. And she was like, okay. Lisa relents. Yeah. She's like, okay, I understand. And he's like, well, and then there's Brittany and they're like, okay, well you can't have Jax without Brittany. And he's like, and we kind of told Stassi and she's like, Ugh, okay, so you could bring Stassi. And they're like, <laughs> And we invited Kristen and she's like, no, she's like, absolutely not. She's like, the line is drawn. If I'm already getting James up in here, I can't have Kristen here too. Because I mean, I feel like Kristen should have been there. It would have been great for drama because she is the provocateur. Yeah. She, she gets the rise out of James. I mean, she would have, it would have been a completely different party if she was there with James. She would have made her way into that tiny little office. I was literally calling <laughs> him not left. Elf on the Shelf because he would like be in the one like the closet and then run out and be like, "Oh, I'm the Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> Happy Daily Mail party!" And then he'd like run about, like run back into That's the closet. Too accurate. He was literally the Tom Tom's Elf on the Shelf. Um, but I did really feel bad when Kristen is like getting ready to go out and is like all ready for this party and like her her boyfriend's like, "Yeah, I'm not cool enough for the party. Like, are, are you excited?" She's like, "Are you just gonna hang here? I'll meet you after. I'll be home. I'll be out late." And then she gets a text. From Schwartz. Not even a call, a not, text. Not, yeah, a text, uninviting her. And she's just like, huh, not like I wanted to go out anyways. And she like goes and like lays on her bed and is like dramatically eating pasta. I mean, I felt really bad. I wanted her to show up anyways. I thought she was gonna. I wanted to point out, you made the prediction that Kristen Doty would crash the party. She didn't. That is so unlike Kristen Doty. I, I think it's a testament to how much she actually has matured. Like she, yeah. she knows her place. She knows 
how much this night means to her friends. And if she's going to risk their future and their lives over her wanting to go to a party, I don't think she would. Crazy Kristen, diabolical Dodie, shows up in an instant. And she flies someone out from Miami <laughs> to also show up and ambush Tom Sandoval. Like, that that's peak Kristen. I miss that Kristen. I mean, I miss that Kristen, too. And it looks like we might have her back next episode. I hope. Um, Stassi lets us know that Crazy Kristen isn't coming. She's here. Here's my theory on Crazy Kristen. You can't kill Crazy Kristen. Crazy Kristen can never fully go away. She's like a volcano. She can go dormant, but at some point she's going to erupt. At some point she's going to fly that girl out from Miami and, and ambush someone. At some point she's going to bring a hope into the equation. Is this how you feel about James me? Kennedy. Like I'm, I'm a dormant volcano like, and I, I'm going to blow one day? Eddie, your nickname is the dormant volcano. Of <laughs> course I think that of you. That's a new one. <laughs> Well, speaking of... Eruptable Eddie. Oh, God. That's actually true. Like, <laughs> like I'm fine, but then it's like something happens and I just pop off. Yeah, you just erupt? I erupt. It's yeah. fine. I miss Crazy Kristen, and I wish she crashed the party. I mean, the party looked fun, though. I mean, yeah. we went to Tom Tom. what was it, last week? Yeah, what'd you think of it? I, well, I was an hour late. <laughs> typical. In my typical fashion, you know, just like the girl who was sitting behind me, Sheena, I just uh, showed up on my own time and, you know, was just like, hey, everyone, I'm here. Finally, like, announced myself. You're like, I'll have a tequila straight. Yeah, that's exactly what I ordered. Like a glass of tequila? I was like, I'll have the house tequila. Not a shot of tequila, a glass of tequila. <laughs> okay, I said, I, yeah, I said a glass of tequila, but I didn't think they were going to give me, like, a full glass. And I said house tequila because, like, I'm usually down to just do a shot of house tequila to start. Mm-hmm. Because tequila is tequila. I mean, there's good tequila. There's, like, really good tequila. But you're going out in WeHo. You're at Tom Tom. I'm not trying to get my fancy stuff. I'm just trying to, you know, get my drinks in and get to the mm-hmm. next bar. So I ordered the tequila. I'm not I'm not kidding you. Delicious. Like, you had it, too. I, it we was were, great. We I was sipping it. Like, I wasn't even, like, taking a shot. Like, I was drinking it like it was water. It was so, very smooth. You know, Schwartz does look out for his Tequila Katie and Tequila Eddie. <laughs> and, I mean, I liked it. I didn't get any food. I don't think I tried any food there. Did you try food? Yeah. Well, that's where we had dinner. Oh, I missed dinner. I just came <laughs> for drinks. You completely missed dinner. You had dinner at the Abbey. I did. <laughs> yeah, we went where we saw Andy Cohen. This we, we told Andy the story Cohen. last time. Um, but I mean, I really like Tom Tom. I think it's cool. It's very, it's a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Mm. I, it looks a lot bigger on TV than it is. You're right. Yeah. I mean, they all had uniforms. That was good to see. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't have minded, you know, the naked waiters at Tom Tom. A shirtless waiter. That would have been fine. That would have worked. Um, but no, I mean, I'd go back. I think I need to give it another shot, maybe in the daytime, but I tried to go in the day and it wasn't open. They, I think they open at 5 PM. Okay. Cause I was, me and my roommate walked from like saved by the max, you know, that like pop up the saved by the bell pop up. Yeah. yeah. So we walked from the saved by the bell pop up, which is like on the other side of West Hollywood, like not like gay West Hollywood, like straight West Hollywood. We walked from <laughs> straight West Hollywood to gay West Hollywood where Tom Tom is. And we were so excited because we're like, oh, it's like, you know, it's like a Sunday afternoon. They're going to uh-huh. be open. But they were closed. We walked all they that way for brunch nothing. Yet. They didn't have anything. And mm. so, you know, we ended up just going to pump and getting a drink because pump is always open. Um, Speaking of Tom Tom, what did you think about the 
term sheet drama. I mean, I guess it wasn't really that dramatic, but <sighs> Lisa doesn't seem too happy that she has to even write up a term sheet because she says that they should just have a handshake agreement based on trust, but Tom and Tom want everything in writing. So she gives them a term sheet, apparently, uh, although Jax seems to dispute that on Twitter. Uh, and Schwartz was saying that he felt like he was being inducted into the mafia because, you know, Lisa has that air about her, you know, especially when she's talking about trust and handshake agreements and she can uh, play play everything pretty close to the vest. So, uh, Eddie, what did you think about it? I think they were so smart in getting that term sheet. I think that agreement was needed and to have them putting it in writing, I know that was Sandoval's idea and I'm so proud of Sandoval for standing up to Lisa and doing that because I honestly think if they didn't have that and everything was just a nickel and a handshake like they're gonna get screwed over like that's her plan the whole time is give them like the idea that they're super involved in everything and then like give them money here and there and then not actually have them as part of as part of the company and not have full terms and agreement of like their business together and i think that would be very i think she thought that they would be stupid enough to just kind of go with the flow and trust her and so that she could profit on it in the future but doesn't Lisa have a handshake agreement with Guillermo with Sir Lounge. I mean, maybe, I mean, I think Guillermo's a little bit smarter than that. I think okay. she might've said it, but I, 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 though Guillermo owns that restaurant. Oh, fully. I, he's the majority owner of that restaurant. Mm. Lisa is a, a small part of it. She's like, she's like the Tom Schwartz of Sir. Interesting. Like, she owns a, sh- a share, but it's not her restaurant okay. by any means. She's a face of it. Right. Um, but, and I, I I mean, if they didn't get these terms, I think they, down the line, could be like, well, you know, if we're going to leave, you know, Tom Tom, or if it, like, closes down or whatever, like, we need our money. And she'd be like, what? You got everything you needed. You have, like, established mm. names. You had this restaurant, like... What yeah. more could you want? We that's had 5%. That's, yeah. that's worth that's 5%. That's your 5%. You got what you needed out of it. Because she could totally do that. And then can they take her to court about it? No. No paperwork. Exactly. What do you think about the fact that Jax claims on Twitter that there is no paperwork? So well, okay, he doesn't outright claim it. I just want to clarify. Uh, someone tweeted at him that they don't have paperwork. And he like quote tweeted and like uh, wrote out just the clapping emoji. So before I rip into Jax... <laughs> you know I'm a Jax apologizer first I have to say the scene with Jax and Brittany where he was talking about his dad and his birthday mm. got me very worked up I didn't cry but like I was close to it um, it was tough to watch how much this is really affecting him like I mean obviously it's going to affect him but to see how it, it's it's affected his relationship with his mom, which I think is really sad. I think he need they need to be there for each other. And I know there's probably some bad blood and there's more to the story than we know. But when you lose someone, you need to be surrounded by others that you love. And he has Brittany, he has his friends, but you know, you need your mom. And I, I, it just really made me feel for him. Um, but uh, there's a conspiracy going around <laughs> that Jax is basically using his engagement to Brittany as a way to overshadow the Toms because he's jealous of them getting the restaurant. Now, And we've seen hints of that jealousy before. Like in last season, 
I think when they were in Mexico and Jack says, man, like you guys have a Tom Tom and I don't have anything like I, that's why I got to go start my own life and become the social media manager slash event manager slash what was it? He had like nine titles. He had like at, 17 for, slashes. <laughs> for the uh, hockey team. Um, I, I haven't heard the conspiracy, but like you was just saying that made me think about that moment and how he was like, yeah, you guys are, have moved on with your lives and you guys are maturing and like taking uh, the, the next step in your lives and I haven't done anything. So that's why I have to do this. It almost makes me think that the hockey job storyline was another way to try to upstage them. Well, and now because we know that went nowhere. I mean, and yeah, and so yeah, he's getting engaged, but now he also has a beer cheese coming out. He has his own cocktail mixers coming out. Jacks just add eggs, which is by the way, which is a company that he's doing with Lance Bass. You're kidding? Yeah, we know Lance Bass and Lisa Vanderpump are close friends. Yeah, and Rocco's Tavern, that new place that's going to open up in WeHo, that like Hmm. it's going to be a new pizza place on the corner, right across from. I want to see the police station. Okay. There's like, it's all the signs are going up now and everything. It's going to be right there. Um, that is actually Lance Bass's restaurant. And that's going to be the first place that you'll be able to try just at X. You're kidding me. In the market. So if you guys want to try, and probably the beer cheese. So if you guys want to try Jax's stuff, I, which I definitely will be going to, <laughs> I'm going to be going to Rocco's Tavern. But I do think it's weird that like, it does seem very calculated. And I mean, he is celebrating his 39th birthday. He's almost 40. He's matured. He's got some brains. I mean, he, these are like almost like housewives movies. He's like a character from Wizard of Oz. Yeah. He's, he's got brains now. <laughs> if <laughs> just, I only had a heart. He just needs um, heart and courage now. Um, but I, I, I'm like I'm saying, this is like almost like housewives level like manipulation if he really is doing this he learned from the best huh? and the thing is is like are all of them kind of like taking notes from these other shows like i think the tone almost of vanderpump rules has changed where i think everything that they do is much more self-aware and much more calculated than it's ever been before oh it's way less sloppy it used to be way more raw and (laughs) <laughs> it's added such a very interesting dynamic to it though I yeah, think and I it's it, it makes me almost enjoy it a little bit more because it's kind of like watching like the real housewives of Beverly Hills or like New York and you see these women and you see how their minds works and how they're setting each other up for failure so that they can come out on top there's real gameplay there's real gameplay now there's in the not Vanderpump like Rules universe. Sheena's birthday and then like Tom Sandoval socking James in the face and then like a glass breaking on Sheena's <laughs> foot and her having to go to the hospital or Miami girl coming ambushing uh, Sandoval we had sex we had sex like like but I, I'm not gonna lie those that to me is peak Vanderpump I rules. mean it is Stassi's backhand to Kristen I mean that is peak Vanderpump rules but that's what I'm saying is we're never gonna get back to that now because yeah. they are so self-aware and yeah. manipulative and it's kind of beautiful yeah that could only exist for so long at some point they're going to reach a level of fame and have a certain amount of wealth and start businesses. So once they reach that point in their lives, like they, you, you have to mature and, and change your persona and, and, and what you do and how you act. Um, because like if you are a business owner, suddenly, you know, socking someone in the face in a restaurant 
it's, it's probably it's not, not the best good look. for your image. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the Toms have Tom Tom. We have Jackson and Brittany with the beer cheese and the Just Add X. We have Stassi with her new book and her podcast. And we, wine. And wine with the rest of the witches of WeHo. Then we have Katie with her makeup line and blog. We have Lala with her makeup line, her movie career, and her um, her man. Kristen has James May. Kristen has James May. Who's left to have something, Ariana? And what would it be? I mean, who her else? cocktail book has still not come out. I'm waiting. I, I, you know what I would really buy is like a, a pair. I would buy the cocktail book with um, Sonia Morgan's uh, toaster oven that still has yet to come out. <laughs> if I could get, just get that as like a bulk deal, yeah, that would be ideal. We should create a list, Eddie, of all uh, the unreleased projects from the Bravo verse. That'd just be all great. the teased out things. Like Sonia was supposed to write like a sex and dating. Sonia has had like twelve thousand projects. Yeah. She hasn't finished. Sonia would fill out her own list just by herself. I like I text her be like Sonia, what has not taken off? Yeah, we have a lot of it's too long. We have list. a lot of like weird connections now to Sonia. We do. Yeah. So I mean, I I did meet her. I mean, I would love to meet her again. Yeah, you have her number. I do have Let's her call number her right now. No, I hate when you do this. <laughs> um, do don't effing involve me, Armin. <laughs> I don't want to be involved. That means you do want to be involved, right? Okay, yeah. call her. Um, but I don't know. Like, is James going to come out with something, do you think? I mean, James well, is doing his, like, DJ career. Yeah. Raquel? Um, she's she, going to come out with, like, a lip Math tablets? Something. <laughs> like, something? We know how much uh, she hates math. Math so. flashcards? Faces her fears. Is there anyone left to come out with anything? No. That's the whole cast. They are so much more like all of them are doing stuff as opposed to like housewives, like one or two housewives, like do something like one does wine. You have Leanne Locken with her like 7,000 outfits in the, in the one, the one dress, one dress, a million options. One adaptable dress. Yeah, right, exactly. 177 different. It's different looks. You can dress. put this here. It's, uh, it's a choice. Um, <laughs> And I love Leanne Locken. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, one or two housewives from, like, each, like, city that comes out with something. But, like, for the Vanderpump Rules kids, all of them are, like, making stuff. They're, like, getting done. They're at a different juncture in their lives, though, if you think about it. Like, a lot of housewives, or many of them have already been there and done that. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the Vanderpump kids are just playing it really smart. They know that. This is not forever. But a lot of the housewives have like real ass jobs too. Like Vicky, in, uh, Vicky works her butt off. Phaedra was a lawyer. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I would still come out with products. <laughs> You're just like a product queen. I mean, I would be. I, Sonia, <laughs> send over your toaster oven. Ariana, let's finish that book. Maybe that. Maybe that's my calling is to find all of the, like the like unfinished like bravo products and, and take like, them across the finish line and i'm like okay let's get this done you're like, the fixer no who was that that guy that like made tipsy girl with sonia <laughs> remember remember it was this the oh. guy that tried to do skinny girl with bethany and she was like no no this guy's shady and then he right. went with sonia and did tipsy girl with sonia and it was like a prosecco yeah and it was like <laughs> that was like drama that's who i am i'm yeah I'm, link I'm, up I'm with that guy like, yeah right <laughs> nah all right, I think we covered the whole episode. I mean, we didn't talk about what everyone's talking about, though, Armin. What's that? Adam and Sheena had sex. Everyone is talking about it. And nobody and is talking nobody about is it. nobody is talking about it. On that note, everyone, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you join us next week.